0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: Time to try it for another week, and maybe we'll get it right this time. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, January 29, 2024. Monday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Dallin a kinsman of St. Eden of Ferns. He was born in Connaught and a great scholar who, through his application to study, became blind. He wrote a poem in honor of St. Columba, which was only published after St. Columba's death, Legend has it that on publication of the work, Dallin's sight was restored to him. St. Dallin was murdered at Triscale by pirates and his head thrown into the sea. It was recovered and miraculously reunited to his body. The year was 598 A.D. St. Dallin for Gale, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart. For love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that the Holy Spirit may help us to recognize the gift of different charisms within the Christian community, and to discover the richness of different traditions and rituals in the Catholic Church. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My
2: Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me. That you hear me I adore you with profound reverence I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful my Immaculate Mother St. Joseph my father and Lord my guardian angel intercede for me in today's gospel Jesus you encounter a possessed man you and your disciples come across the sea to the territory of the Gerasenes. And when you get out of the boat, immediately a man comes forth from the tombs, a man who was possessed by an unclean spirit. And he was too strong for anyone to restrain him. They tried to chain him up, but he broke the chains And night and day, he was howling among the tombs and on the hillsides, and he was bruising himself with stones. Gosh, Lord, sounds like the man was reduced to an absolute animal, howling night and day, running around the tombs like a jackal. And then when he sees you, He comes running forward towards you, and he prostrates himself before you and cries out in a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. Because even before that, you had been saying to the unclean spirit to come out of the man. And Jesus simply asks, What is your name? And the demon says, Legion is my name, for we are many. And the demon continued to plead to you, Lord, to not drive them out of the territory. And then they said, instead, send us into the herd of pigs that was there on the hillside. And Jesus, you let them. You allowed them to leave the man and to rush into the pigs, who then all went crazy in a frenzy and ran off the cliff and into the ocean and drowned. The swineherds were frightened and ran away to the town and told everyone what had happened. And the people came out to see you, Jesus. And, and they saw the man who had been possessed by legion, the, the demon or the demons. And they saw him sitting there. He was clothed and in his right mind. And the people of the town were seized with fear. And they, for some reason... Turned to you, Jesus, and they asked you to leave their region. As you were getting onto the boat, the same man who had been possessed by the demon comes up to you and begs you that he could stay with you, that he could travel with you, that he could be your disciple. But Lord, you do not permit him. And instead, you tell him to go home and to proclaim to his family and to his friends all that the Lord has done for him. And... To tell them about the mercy that the lord has shown him which is what he did he went back to his region and proclaimed everything that he had done and all the people were amazed jesus there are so many curious things about this gospel about the different reactions on, on your part on the part of the demons on the part of the people of the of the region it all seems to be a dynamic of well, should I stay or, or should I go? Should he stay or should he go? Do we wish he would stay or do we wish he would go? Because let's look at it. As soon as you arrive, the demons shriek from the man. Don't, don't throw us out of this territory. And then they say, please, please, please let us go into the pigs. And then later on, the people come up to you, the people of the territory, they ask you, Lord, they beg you to leave their region. And then when you actually are going, then the man who had been been possessed comes up to you and begs you to stay with you. When, When the demons begged you to go into the pigs, you allowed it. But when this man begs to follow you and to be your disciple, you do not allow it. It's all this dynamic of begging you to stay, begging you to be allowed to stay, begging you to go, begging you to be allowed to go with you and you give permission to the demons to leave the man but you don't give permission to the man to follow you we also get another weird contrast lord which is when the people come from the towns and from the city and see the the man who had been possessed when they see him in his right mind and dressed and sitting they're afraid but later on, when they hear all of the marvelous things that were that were proclaimed by the man who had been possessed, they weren't afraid. They were amazed. So many unusual attitudes, Lord. So many hard things to explain. But here's one thing we can take away from this gospel. That, Lord, you, the Son of God, were somehow unable to evangelize the Gerasenes. As soon as you got over there, you cast the demon out of one of their citizens, which seems like a sign of deliverance, something to celebrate. Why didn't they bring you more possessed people and more sick people? Instead, they were frightened, and they asked you to leave. You were not accepted by them. You, Jesus Christ, Son of God, God God-made man, were not able to evangelize the Gerasenes. But when the man who had been possessed stayed behind and began to proclaim throughout all of the region all that you had done for him, all the people who heard him were amazed. They were afraid of you, Lord. But they were amazed when they heard about you from one of their own people. That's an important lesson for us, Jesus. That you depend on us being a person of our time, speaking to them about you and about the marvels that you have worked in our life. Sometimes people aren't attracted to you immediately, Lord. Sometimes people hear your words and are bored or put off. But when they see your teachings incarnated in our lives, instead of being put off or confused or afraid, when they see Christian life incarnated in other people like them, then they might be amazed, edified, attracted, curious. Lord, you want to shine through us, in our age, among our friends and family, cast out our demons, and help us to proclaim the wonders that you have worked in our lives. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
1: There's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, January 29th, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin the liturgical day as we join hearts, hands, and voices with the entire church, and we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
3: Lord, open my lips,
4: and
1: And my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your your praise. praise.
3: Let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Come, let
5: us sing sing joyful joyful songs to to the the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its people's. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Come,
3: let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor.
5: Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us sing joyful songs
6: to the Lord.
3: O gates, lift high your heads, crow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Come, Come, let us sing joyful
5: songs to the Lord. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. Come, let us sing joyful songs
3: to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory.
6: Come, let
3: us sing
5: joyful songs to the
3: Lord. Who
5: is he, the King of glory? He the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the
5: beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
7: How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart?
6: How, how good, good is, is the God, God of Israel to the, to the pure, pure of heart?
7: How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart. Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was
8: filled with envy of the
7: proud when I saw how the wicked prospered.
8: For them there are no pains. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows. They are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride like a necklace. They clothe themselves
7: with violence. Their hearts overflow with malice.
8: Their minds seethe with plots. They scoff. They speak with malice. From on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens, and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them and drink in all their words.
7: They say, How can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them, such are the wicked,
8: but untroubled they grow in wealth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
6: as, as it, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now and, and will be forever. Amen. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart?
4: Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Their, their, their laughter, laughter will turn, will turn to, to weeping,
8: weeping their, their merriment, merriment to grief. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence, when I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day.
4: Then I said, If I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem too hard for my mind to understand until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked.
8: How slippery the paths on which you set them! You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out, destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord, when you wake, you dismiss them as phantoms.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
8: As, as it, was it was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever.
7: Amen.
4: Their, their laughter will turn, will turn to weeping. weeping.
2: their their merriment merriment to to grief. grief.
8: Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God.
6: Those who depart from you will perish. My joy joy is is to remain with you, my God. God.
4: And so when my heart grew embittered, and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight.
7: Yet I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel, and so you will lead me to glory.
4: What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever.
7: All those who abandon you shall perish. You will destroy all those who are faithless. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your works at the gates of the city of Zion.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
6: as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
7: and and will will be be forever. forever.
8: Amen.
4: Let us pray. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness.
6: Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is is to to remain remain
4: with you, my God. To savor your words is my delight, O Lord. Honey itself is not sweeter.
7: From the first letter to the Thessalonians. We thank God constantly that in receiving his message from us, you took it not as the word of men, but as it truly is. The word of God at work within you who believe. Brothers, you have been made like the churches of God in Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered the same treatment from your fellow countrymen as they did, from the Jews who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets and persecuted us. Displeasing to God and hostile to all mankind, they try to keep us from preaching salvation to the Gentiles, All this time they have been filling up their quota of sins, but the wrath has descended upon them at last. Brothers, when we were orphaned by separation from you for a time, in sight, not in mind, we were seized with the greatest longing to see you. So we tried to come to you. I, Paul, tried more than once, but Satan blocked the way. Who, after all, if not you, will be our hope or joy or the crown we exalt in before our Lord Jesus at his coming. You are our boast and our delight. That is why, when we could endure it no longer, we decided to remain alone at Athens and send you Timothy. He is our brother and God's fellow worker in preaching the gospel of christ and so we sent him to strengthen and encourage you in regard to your faith lest any of you be shaken by these trials you know well enough that such trials are our common lot when we were still with you we used to warn you that we would undergo trial now it has happened and you know what we meant That is why I sent to find out about your faith when I could stand the suspense no longer, fearing that the tempter had put you to the test and all our labor might have gone for nothing. But now, brothers, since Timothy has returned to us from you, reporting the good news of your faith and love and telling us that you constantly remember us and are as desirous to see us as we are to see you, We have been much consoled by your faith throughout our distress and trial, so much so that we shall continue to flourish only if you stand firm in the Lord. What thanks can we give to God for all the joy we feel in His presence because of you, as we ask Him fervently night and day that we may see you face to face and remedy any shortcomings in your faith? May God Himself who is our Father. And our Lord Jesus, make our path to you a straight one. And may the Lord increase you and make you overflow with love for one another and for all, even as our love does for you. May he strengthen your hearts, making them blameless and holy before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones.
8: May the Lord be generous in making your hearts overflow with love for one another and for all peoples.
9: And may he confirm your hearts in holiness.
8: May our Lord himself inspire your hearts with courage.
9: And may he confirm your hearts in
10: holiness. A reading from a commentary on the Psalms by St. Hilary of Poitiers, Bishop. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell in unity. It is good and pleasant for brothers to dwell in unity, because when they do so, their association creates the assembly of the church. The term brothers describes the bond of affection arising from their singleness of purpose. We read that when the apostles first preached, the chief instruction they gave lay in this saying, The hearts and minds of all believers were one. So it is fitting for the people of God to be brothers under one Father." to be united under one spirit, to live in harmony under one roof, to be limbs of one body. It is pleasant and good for brothers to dwell in unity. The prophet suggested a comparison for this good and pleasant activity when he said, It is like the ointment on the head which ran down over the beard of Aaron, down upon the collar of his garment. Aaron's oil was made of the perfumes used to anoint a priest. It was God's decision that his priest should have this consecration first, and that our Lord too should be anointed, but not visibly by those who are joined with him. Aaron's anointing did not belong to this world. It was not done with the horn used for kings, but with the oil of gladness. So afterward Aaron was called the anointed one as the law prescribed. When this oil is poured out upon men of unclean heart, it snuffs out their lives, but when it is received as an anointing of love, it exudes the sweet odor of harmony with God. As Paul says, we are the goodly fragrance of Christ. So just as it was pleasing to God when Aaron was anointed priest with this oil, so it is good and pleasant for brothers to dwell in unity. Now the oil ran down from his head to his beard. A beard adorns a man of mature years. We must not be children before Christ except in the restricted scriptural sense of being children in wickedness, but not in our way of thinking. Now Paul calls all who lack faith children, because they are too weak to take solid food and still need milk. As he says, I fed you with milk rather than the solid food for which you were not ready, and you are still not ready.
8: We are all one body in Christ, and in the one body we are all members of one another.
9: Yet the measures of grace Christ gives to each of us is different.
8: In the one Spirit we were all baptized, and all of us have been given to drink of the one Spirit.
9: Yet the measure of grace Christ gives to each of us is different.
8: Let us pray. Grant us, Lord
7: our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
1: A man's soul is worth more than a herd of swine. That's one of the lessons we learn in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sodick. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, there are a couple of lessons and one is that one man's soul is worth more than could ever be counted. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. They came
0: to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gerasenes. When Jesus had come out of the boat, There met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him any more, even with a chain, for he had often been bound with fetters and chains. But the chains he wrenched apart, and the fetters he broke in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him, and crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus,
5: son of the Most High God? I enjoy you by God. Do not
0: torment me. Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. What is your name? My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged Jesus eagerly not to send them out of the country. Now a great herd of swine was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him,
4: Send us to the
0: swine. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine. The herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the sea, and were drowned in the sea. The herdsmen fled and told it in the city and in the country, and people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there, clothed and in his right mind, the man who had had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine. They began to beg Jesus to depart from their neighborhood. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him, but Jesus refused. Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had
1: done for him, and all men marveled. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the owners of that swineherd certainly took a great loss. So, not knowing who was standing in front of them, it's probably little wonder that they asked the Lord to leave. Which he did. But what a missed opportunity that was. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. St. Mark tells us in the Gospel of today's Mass that Jesus came to the region of the Gerasenes, a country of the Gentiles, on the other side of the Lake of Genesareth. There, as soon as he had disembarked, a man possessed by the devil ran up to him, and throwing himself down in front of him cried out, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Jesus asked him his name, and he replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him eagerly not to send them out of the country. A great herd of swine was feeding nearby. The arrival of the Messiah brings with it the destruction of Satan's kingdom. This is why the devil demonstrates his resistance so vociferously and even violently in many passages of the gospel. As in his other miracles, Jesus stresses his redemptive power when he casts out these devils. Our Lord always introduces himself into people's lives by freeing them from the evils that oppress them. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. St. Peter was to say in his speech before Cornelius and his family in which he was recalling this and the many other times that our Lord had cast out evil spirits. On this occasion, the devils speak through this man's lips and complain that Jesus has come to destroy their kingdom on earth. They ask him to let them remain in that place. This is why they want to enter into the swine. Perhaps, too, they thought it would be a way of getting their revenge on these people and of harming them, as well as being at the same time an opportunity to turn them against Jesus. Our Lord agreed to all that the devils asked him. Then the whole herd rushed down the bank towards the sea and perished in its waters. The swineherds fled and spread the news in the city and throughout the countryside. Everyone went to see what had happened. St. Mark makes the point that about two thousand pigs were drowned. It must have meant a very considerable loss to those Gentiles. Perhaps it can be considered as the ransom demanded of this people in order to free one of their number from the power of the devil. They lost some pigs, but they recovered a man. And this possessed man, this man who was rebellious and divided against himself, held under the wretched domination of a host of unclean spirits, Is he not perhaps a figure of men not uncommon in our own time? In any case, perhaps the heavy material price paid for that man's freedom, the complete destruction of a valuable herd of 2,000 pigs drowned in the Sea of Galilee, can give some faint indication of the high price needed to ransom the whole of contemporary pagan man. It was a cost that could be measured in the case of the Gerasenes by the amount of wealth they had lost. Now it is a ransom whose price is the lived poverty of the one who generously seeks to redeem him. The real poverty of Christians is perhaps the price God has fixed as the sum that can liberate the men of our time. It is indeed a price worth paying. A single man is worth immeasurably more than two thousand pigs. He is worth more than all the riches and marvels of the created world. However, in the eyes of the owners of the herd, Temporal harm seemed to carry more weight than the freeing of the possessed man. As for the devils, when they perceived the exchange of a man for some pigs, they chose the side of the latter, the pigs. And when the people there saw what had happened, they begged Jesus to depart from their neighborhood. And our Lord did so immediately. The presence of Jesus in our lives can sometimes mean letting slip a good business opportunity because it has perhaps not completely been above board, or because we have not found ourselves able to compete using the same illicit methods as our colleagues, or simply because he has wanted us to win his heart through our poverty. Our Lord will always ask us, if we are to stay close to Him, for an effective detachment from material things, for real Christian poverty, which clearly points to the primacy of spiritual things over material things, and of our ultimate end, our own salvation and that of others, over the ephemeral temporal ends of human well being. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying now. We join the whole church, and we're once again led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
9: God, come to my assistance.
6: Lord, make haste to help me.
9: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
6: As it, As it was, was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is
4: now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Alleluia. Each morning, Lord, you fill us with your kindness. Each, Each morning, Lord, you fill us, fill us with, with your, your kindness.
7: kindness.
4: O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth, or the world brought forth, you are God. Without beginning, Or end.
7: You turn men back to dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes, a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night.
4: You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning, it springs up and flowers. By evening it withers and fades.
7: So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face.
4: All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty For those who are strong.
7: And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury?
4: Make us know the shortness of our life that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants.
7: In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune.
4: Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands.
7: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil and, happy to be known as companions of your Son, we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations. Each Each morning, Lord,
7: you fill us with with your your kindness. Kindness. From the farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised. From From the the farthest farthest bounds bounds of earth, may may God God be be praised. praised. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise from the end of the earth. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the coastlands and those who dwell in them. Let the steppe and its cities cry out, the villages where Kedar dwells. Let the inhabitants of Sila exalt and shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and utter his praise in the coastlands.
4: The Lord goes forth like a hero. Like a warrior, he stirs up his ardor. He shouts out his battle cry. Against his enemies, he shows his might.
7: I have looked away and kept silence. I have said nothing, holding myself in. But now I cry out as a woman in labor, gasping and panting.
4: I will lay waste mountains and hills, all their herbage I will dry up. I will turn the rivers into marshes, and the marshes I will dry up.
7: I will lead the blind on their journey, by paths unknown I will guide them. I will turn darkness into light before them, and make crooked ways straight."
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was
7: in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
6: From From the the farthest farthest bounds of earth, may God be praised.
4: You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. You who stand in his sanctuary, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord, Praise him, servants of the Lord, who stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God.
7: Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing a psalm to his name, for he is loving. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself and Israel for his own possession.
4: For I know the Lord is great, that our Lord is high above all gods. The Lord does whatever he wills in heaven, on earth, in the seas.
7: He summons clouds from the ends of the earth, makes lightning produce the rain. From his treasuries he sends forth the wind.
4: The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, of man and beast alike, Signs and wonders he worked in the midst of your land, O Egypt, against Pharaoh and all his servants.
7: Nations in their greatness he struck, and kings in their splendor he slew. Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, the king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, he let Israel inherit their land. On his people, their land he bestowed.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
7: As as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Where two or three gather in your name, Lord, you promise to be with them and share their fellowship. Look down upon your family gathered here in your name, and graciously pour out your blessing upon us. You who stand, stand in his sanctuary, sanctuary praise the name, the name of the Lord.
8: A reading from the book of Judith. We should be grateful to the Lord our God for putting us to the test as he did our forefathers. Recall how he dealt with Abraham and how he tried Isaac and all that happened to Jacob Jacob. In Syrian Mesopotamia, while he was tending the flocks of Laban, his mother's brother. Not for vengeance did the Lord put them in the crucible to try their hearts, nor has he done so with us. It is by way of admonition that he chastises those who are close to him. The Word of the Lord.
6: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
8: Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give Him the praise that is due. Sing a new song to the Lord. Give Him the praise that is due. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy,
6: God's chosen ones. Give Him the praise that is due.
8: Blessed be the Lord, for He has come to His people and set them free.
6: and And to to guide guide our feet into into the the way way of peace. Peace. Glory to to the Father, and to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
7: as it was in the the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be
8: forever.
6: forever.
8: Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free.
9: Because Christ hears and saves those who hope in him, Let us pray. We praise you, Lord. We hope in you.
8: We We
6: praise
9: you,
7: Lord.
6: We hope hope in in
9: you. We thank you because you are rich in mercy.
8: And for the abundant love with which you have loved us. We We praise you, Lord. We We hope in you.
9: With the Father, you are always at work in the world.
8: Make all things new through the power of your Holy Spirit. We We
9: praise you, Lord. We
8: hope in you.
9: Open our eyes and the eyes of our brothers to see your wonders this day. We praise you, Lord. And we hope in, hope in you. You call us today to your service.
8: Make us stewards of your many
6: gifts. We praise you, Lord. We, we hope, hope in you.
9: Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us
1: Our Father.
4: You gave us the earth to cultivate and the sun to serve our needs. Help us to spend this day for your glory and our neighbor's good. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
7: Amen.
9: May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.
6: Amen.
1: Morning Air is up next with John and Glenn Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the
10: Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org.